0: Do I begin, where do I start? Sometimes I wake up and I wake in the past. I play with notes like I play piano, I play with notes like I play guitar. I hit a shot, he from guitar. Told me only person judging a law. watching him disappear into the dark. i like Chris in steering a car. Ay. Times are hard, ay. that might want me a car, trying to find my heart, trying to get out of me what I hardly say. Times are hard, ay. that might want me a car, EA. You Tryna to get out of me, what I hardly say. Pray for my wealth, family, pray for my health. And if I could, then I would, but I can't. I'm stuck in my way, trying to excel. I don't wanna, but I end up back in the where I got hit cells. Hitting them, hitting them, channel my thoughts. If I wanna Porsche, I'm doing it well. For I get this and that, A hey, DJ, spin it, scratch it, don't dismiss these facts. Just like Paco, eyes on me, gotta watch what I'm talking, it's physics chat. Trying to find peace, he wants my peace, don't get it twisted, of course it isn't that. Ignoring my intuition Aye. every time that I step into the kitchen The world keeps telling me I'm moving different But I refuse to listen But I refuse to listen But I refuse to listen Aye. Don't play with me I've been waiting patiently I don't think they can worry. see I made the most of what I can Aye. Nowadays fam You've gotta know what's the plan All it's life that will teach you Most of what I can Aye. Nowadays fam You've gotta know what's the plan it's life that will teach you okay teach you okay teach you life that will teach you okay teach you okay teach you life that will teach you okay
1: This is the seventh episode in a series of podcasts by Bolo Brook Youth Centre for Soaz Radio, where we will set subjects each month based on youth identity. We will then ask the young people who attend the youth club to voice their opinions and past experiences on the topics. This month's episode is Our Future.
2: I've got things, other things to worry about. What's gonna kill me first?
3: not having food to eat or the planet blowing up on itself. Yeah, we've talked about Corona, we talk about like racism, LGBTQ, all of those, for some reason it's like, I don't know why we don't bring it up, but maybe more of like, we don't see it as important than it is until like, we really talk about it and go in depth with it, I guess. I don't think that, I can't really say that we don't care, but I feel like in a way it's kind of like, the issue isn't really discussed until it's brought up. Does that make sense? Like it doesn't, it's not the first thing that comes to mind if that makes sense. It's not seen as important, I guess. Let's just say I'm walking down the street or something and I have like rubbish in my bag or something like that, or I see one of my friends litter. I think my mind straight goes to like, you know, how the world is kind of like slowly down, how we're killing animals and stuff like, like my mind kind of goes to it when it's kind of brought up or if there's an example. I don't genuinely think about it on a day-to-day basis, which it might be the problem.
4: For me personally, I was just taught about it in school, primary school, about, yeah, global warming, this and that, it's not good, um, this is what causes it, this is the effects it has, then it just stopped there. I don't really hear about it outside of school, after school, like, you get This is probably the first time I'm actually speaking to somebody about global warming since I've left school. Like, the people I'm around, not even, I'm not even just talking about, like, imagine, like, people my age and that like, people I chill with, but even, like, older people, like, grown adults, like, legit people, yeah, I don't really have this conversation with a lot of them kind of people.
3: I personally think it's one of those things where it's like it's bigger than we than we make it seem. It's a very, very big issue that could cause the world to end, but nobody's talking about it enough as a whole.
5: Environment is something that I probably I don't think I've ever spoken about a like lot about like the conversations we're having now. Maybe because it, it's it's like um it's an is what it is type of thing like. Um you can't really, like we can discuss about it like as much as we want, but we can't really... That conversation will make a difference or like... Yeah, it's not like we can just remove a whole block of flats and just have a football pitch there.
6: It's a thing of your kids or your kids' kids. Climate change is never a thing for for, for today. It's always for the next generation. And because people live this life where they only care about themselves, until we start seeing snow in summertime, No one's really going to care.
7: A lot of people don't care because a lot of people just litter. They don't really care. They'll think someone will come and clean it up and stuff like that.
4: I can't lie. Global warming and that, I don't really, like, think about it. I don't really care, to be honest. Obviously I, un- I do one thing I say is I do understand it is an important aspect in our lives and not even just our lives but in the future like not maybe not our generation so much but future de- generations to come it will have an, a, a very big effect on them but if I'm honest with you yeah I, I don't really care about I't I don't, it's not something I think about a lot it's one of
8: those things where people think it's important but they're not bothered enough to do something about it like. It ranks below. It ranks lower on their list of like importance compared to other stuff like racist issues or whatever. So the thing where like, stuff like reducing greenhouse um, greenhouse gas emissions or whatever in carbon emissions, like they all think it's bad, but they're not pressed enough to actually like do something about it. The way the world is changing is changing so quickly that like. It, it's not going to be sustainable, you know? Like, the way we burn stuff and, like, make stuff, like, it won't be sustainable. And literally, you can feel it yourself. Like, I think it was two years ago, three years ago. It was, like, January, but we had, like, pure heat in... We are having a lot of heat, and it was like, oh, that you can actually feel that this is because of, that everyone's happy and then we're like, oh, this is because of global warming. Like, it's actually becoming so much hotter, even in like January. So I think, yeah, it's definitely important because I mean, if you want to see grandkids, um, then you need to look after the planet, you know? I
3: personally think that it's not a touchy subject, but it's something that we're ignoring and putting off that needs to kind of be spoken about way more because it's actually affecting the world as we speak and including that as humans, we're kind of contributing to it as well.
5: Yes, I do care about the environment. You know, I try my best to recycle as much as possible, Um, not litter, not waste water, you know, things like that, even electricity. make sure you leave your house with all the lights turned off. But what I do care about, um, so, you see, not where I get my clothes from or what type of car I drive, but, you know, I make sure that, let's say I'm buying fruits, for example, it's fair trade. Yeah, that's that's something I care about.
7: I mean, we should care about the environment, but... I mean, I don't know what to do. I
2: care, but... Not really for me, because like I said, it's not really going to affect me that much. By the time I'm seeing the effects, I'm going to be in a nursing home.
8: It just shows you that like people don't actually realise that climate change is not only... And I think, again, I I dare kind of media to blame for this, but it's just like when people think climate change, they mostly just think, oh, ice caps melting, sea levels rising blah, blah, but they don't also realise that like, little things like weather, snowstorms, hurricanes, these things are like all from, like, increasing them is from an increase in global warming.
2: I don't really want to like have kids and that because I don't want to leave them to a world where I contributed in messing up. They don't deserve to, they don't deserve to reap the repercussions of what I've
5: done, what, what I've contributed and helped doing. Well, there's a lack of greenery. Like, nowadays, everything's just buildings, 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 you know, I'm trying to make London a great city. I feel like there's not, not a lot of greenery, you know. Um, that affects people because, for example, let's say you're just walking around, like, just seeing loads and loads of buildings is pretty depressing. Like, sometimes it's good to... Just literally be around like natural elements, like some grass and trees, plants, all that stuff, like all the basic stuff that should just be, you know, yeah.
7: It's in the middle, like I'm happy that they're building new houses and I'm happy that they're changing the place. It's just like, it feels like I'm like trapped in some some like place that I don't even know. It doesn't feel like self acting like that.
3: Most working-class people are too, you know, like, prioritising, too, concentrating on, like, making money and paying bills and everything else besides that, because it's more of, like, trying to make a living and get by than thinking about global warming or some rubbish, like, you know, rubbish on the street. Nobody's really, especially working-class, I don't think most of them are really thinking about saving the world, more trying to, you know, just get by.
2: If I see myself responsible for the whole planet, then everything I do is my responsibility then I'm I'm at fault for everything else that happens on the planet, no? Well, I didn't pick up a piece of litter, so I'm the reason why the world is going to implode on itself. I can't think like that, because if I do, then things will just eat away at me.
9: Part of it comes from, like, how, where is it easiest to shift the blame onto individual owners? So, like, part of the reason why the conversation about climate change and the solutions towards it have been so focused on individuals, it's a way of also putting responsibility. It's easy to say, you know, this is to show us pictures of fishes swimming with Coke can attaches and plastic of them because that ignites which is important people should recycle but like it, that ignites you know a very personal responsibility and also puts the onus on us to say this is the cause of this action and if you do this then you will change it when in the reality is you can't do the same when you talk about Heathrow expansion and about pollution and about those types of uh, harms and and that are coming because OK, while well, you can say individuals should travel less and have that individual to, you know, use more eco-friendly modes of transport, the reality is that unless we BA stops expanding and, you know, the British government stop signing off on new terminals, and these and that pollution isn't going to end. But that's that that conversation can't be put back onto individual onus and that connection to the community, because at the end of the day, those big problems require big solutions that need corporations and governments to work to no longer be producing mass damage to the earth.
6: Why don't we start with the rich people? Because it seems like as if climate changes for the middle and lower class, because when we look at the rich people that own six, five different boats, private planes and jets, and when they fly from country to country, all that fuel is burning unnecessarily, nobody wants to cut that out. So if we really want to start with this global warming, we should start at the top with the rich people. I also feel like this is just control from the government and there is no tomorrow if we keep going the way we're going with this climate change. I am hopeful for change. Change could happen. Whether change actually happens, I don't think it will happen because, in my opinion, it doesn't benefit the, the upper class. I feel like change only happens when it benefits the upper class.
8: It's the few controlling the many so that they can benefit from it and it's very successful like without getting all political or whatever like regardless of who you support at the end of the day you're following an ideology and realistically realistically yeah if you even look at government or like just look at countries it actually does not and you know i can I can probably speak for Nigerian this year. It does not matter who's in power. Things do not change. Like even look at America, things do not change realistically. It changes for like they might bring in one or two laws that, that affect the minority of people, but on the whole, things do not change. And it's the few, and it's the few um, controlling the many. And again, without means, son, all political, whatever, like. This is all due to capitalism, like... Because capitalism, you can actually never stop, like... You don't stop till you're top of the market. And when you're top of the market, you have to keep going. You can't get complacent and stop.
9: So, when we talk about, obviously, you know, the the earth and global warming, it, it has no borders, but policy action and who governments and states protect do and the way that um climate change will affect everyone is not going to be you know uh, an equilibrium process the government does this society does discriminate so when we're talking about engagement from uh, black and brown people um and working class people to do with the environment um It's one that is definitely needed because they're the people who are going to be hit the worst. Things will always hit tenfold in poorer, in ethnic minority communities.
8: People say the government should take more responsibility towards um, preserving the planet. But then governments turn around and be like, no, it's the people's fault for like owning cars, whatever, blah, blah. So I think when we can really answer that question, Or even rephrase it. Because I think when you say whose fault is it, you know, like, someone could be completely in the wrong, but you know, some people just telling them something is their fault, they instantly become defensive. So just more like, we should answer, we should answer like, how can we work together to achieve this? Because people versus their government ends up nowhere, you know?
7: gonna make the society change. How am I gonna make society change? Do you think they would listen to me? Someone from Southampton. No way they won't listen to me, bro. Because even if right now I do say guys we should take care of the environment and we should, you know, keep the society more clean and stuff like that. Okay. That's everyone's response, okay? But nothing's gonna change.
3: I think it's more of the younger generation that are becoming more open-minded because we're kind of growing up around change. We're not really, like, it hasn't been like, you know, we've evolved and then change has just come compared to, like, the older generation. We're growing up around change, so I think it's easier for us to adapt to it and, like, talk about stuff like that. And, like, I was just debating with her about it, like, yesterday and stuff, and it's, like, it's a thing that you genuinely have conversations about with people.
4: See me, the kind of mindset I have, there's always going to be problems in it. There's problems for us growing up, problems for our parents growing up. Obviously as generations go on, times change, so there's gonna be different, different, it's gonna be different environment, different problems, you get. Obviously, yeah, of course I'm I'm worried, innit? But it's not something I worry about too much because there's always gonna be something going on, innit? The way I, that's the way I look at it, you kinda of just gotta deal with what's going on at the time and you get me, you can overcome anything, innit? But if I'm here like, oh yeah, I'm so worried, I'm terrified, da-da-da-da-da, like do you get like what's what's gonna come from that, do you get what I'm saying?
7: I feel like we're getting a bit... I feel like we're getting heard a bit. I feel like a little bit we're getting heard, you know? It's better than how it was before, cos now everyone's standing up for their rights, do you get it? And I feel like people are listening, like, we're getting heard now. Like, before it was bad, like, like everyone was just being racist upon racist upon racist, but now I feel like the more protest there is, and how the government is seeing it, and how it's all over the news and how... Media. It's all everywhere, media, media is an important thing right now. So people are taking it seriously and I feel like we're getting hurt.
9: There's a lot of people who have been in localised ways in, in, and in international solidarity has been petitioning for more inclusive environmental policy, whether that's uh, Those in Standing Rock uh, who are fighting against pipelines, those in Flint who have been petitioning against their water supplies, Uh, those in Sri Lanka who have been concerned about rising sea levels and the decimation of towns. Those, you know, community struggles are being linked together. To the, the wider issue of climate change, but also of environmental racism and of uh, neo-imperialism, the COP agenda, which is happening in, in Scotland soon, are taking will do nothing, nothing to to really mitigate the huge disaster we have on our hands. And I don't think that huge disaster can ever be mitigated through a neoliberal modality. You know, there's no way of fixing it through corporations through the the same agents who have caused the the destruction so i think the what we can do is empower those those grassroots activists who who know their land know their communities and their environments and are really the only hope we have to to getting anywhere out of this
3: in a way i feel like let's just say like for example the blm protest it is a step in the right direction as we're going but at the same time it's kind of like the BLM protests, you know, we're stepping in the right direction and then stuff like the riots and then, you know, it was said that, you know, white people going around vandalising and doing stuff to make it seem like we were violently protesting and just making us, like, take 10 steps back. And it's kind of like, we're just going back and forth. So sometimes I'll think and I'll be like, you know, the world is changing for the better. And then other days, it's kind of like, we'll just keep going back to square one. So it's kind of like, kind of still,
6: I guess. Nah, no, it's still there in between the lines, it's still there. It's not going to change now, but people are seeing the impact on Black Lives Matter, it's done. So they've opened their eyes, but there's still more work to be done.
8: Like literally right now, we actually do live in a more liberal world than like even 10, 10, 15 years ago, you know? Especially stuff like racism, and, like, homophobia or whatever, like, it has become a lot more mainstream and, like... Like, it's become a lot more criticised, mainstream, you know, like, if you're homophobic or whatever. So it does show you that we are moving towards a more liberal society, but... Do I think, like I said, do I think we'll ever become, like, 100% equal? I don't think so, do
3: Acceptance. Acceptance for all. LGBTQ, black, white, you know, whatever type of person you want to be, or skin colour, race, ethnicity, everything's accepted and not judged. I think that's like the perfect world for me. No matter what you are, what you do, what you look like, everything is accepted.
9: There's no alternative, you know, um, other than fighting the good fight. Like, if if anyone is, is truly concerned about social justice, then yeah there's not really there's no plan b so yeah there's not really an option but to persevere but at the same time i understand what you think in terms of like polarization and divide is seems like it's at a peak in 2020 and that's i guess the the pros and cons of of social media and and the whole you know internet and new media is that while we're able to use those tools to mobilise and create these huge movements, like we saw over summer, due to that instant connection that activists and militants can have across the world. But at the same time, those same means are being used to create counter and, and racist insurgencies like we saw in America.
6: I feel like a lot of these people in this world feel like they're by themselves. And I feel like that's control from the government because what we don't realise is if we come together, then we could actually do something. But it's about the way we come together, because otherwise it's just gonna be like this forever. I don't, I want it to change, I doubt it will though. I feel like
3: it's more down to like, the type of crowd we're trying to, or like you're trying to speak out to and trying to change. Like, there's some people out there, you know, that are everyday, you know, protesting and fighting for the rights of the, like, you know, climate change, global warming, but I feel like none of this stuff, like you said, none of the stuff matters if we aren't taking care of our planet. None of it matters, because it all stems from, how are we gonna stop racism if we have no planet, or if we're completely not taking care of it? It's not gonna make a difference, it's not gonna matter if we don't start taking action and all caring, I guess. I feel as if, like I said, it's like, no matter what we try and do to change the world, when it comes to like political issues or regular things day to day, it's not going to matter if we don't take care of our planet. So like. For example, it does, as a obviously a librarian, it does affect a lot of people all around the world. And for example, like let's just say, like, especially climate change, some people may not be able to grow crops and sell their food, or habitats are destroyed, or you know, even people as well that might be losing their lives. And I feel like we're not focusing on the bigger picture, we're focusing on the little things. But these little things make up the planet, and if we're not taking care of our planet, then none of these things matter.
9: It's definitely a, a struggle for for young people, for millennials, Gen Z, for whatever comes next. Because at the end of the day, it's uh, our future who's going to be affected by you know the actions of our predecessors. And I think that's why you find such high youth engagement um, in the issue of climate change because there's that imminent threat.
2: If we don't take action now, yeah. We're lucky if we even see tomorrow. I'll tell you right now. People are always talking about today, 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 and the future. When you think about future, you think about like 10 years, you think about when you're grey, or you've got 10 kids. The future's tomorrow, mate. No- nothing's promised. Nothing's promised and all I'm saying is, yeah, if you was to die today, would you be satisfied with the way you lived your life? wholehearted, hand on heart. Would you be able to say, You have lived a good life you've atoned for everything you've done you've right your wrongs nah everything that we're doing to our planet to each other
7: it's wrong people are finding it hard to even keep up their life together because of coronavirus so honestly i don't even know what's gonna happen in a year's time let alone let alone five years time because of the way we're looking at right now and the way we are right now. I wish our planet was more taken care of, you know? I feel like if we, if, if our planet was more taken care of, then, you know, we'd be in a, everyone would be in a happy place to get. But I hope the future does get better because, boy,
1: we can't live like this. Thanks for listening to our seventh podcast for Suraz Radio. Everyone featured in this podcast are young people that attend Bolo Brook Youth Centre in South Acton. If you'd like to find out more about the centre and the projects that happened there, then go to youngealing.co.uk. All the music in the episode was made in the music studio at Bolo. The intro song was Where Do I Start by Strauss and to finish is I Wonder by Covelli. Thanks to SOAS for the support and giving us the platform for the podcast. We'll be back next month with a new edition.
10: never panic, always play it cool uh, yeah. But when you've seen so much, eventually it changes you yeah. A lot of things I've seen have really changed the way I think uh, yeah. Now I miss who I was before It's crazy uh, yeah. Where I'm from, we let the anger out with violence Young, we just fell in love with riding I need some peace but I don't know where I can find it Told my mum I'm fine but she knows that I'm lying When I think about it, it gives me chills That's why I hate being in my thoughts before I sleep I'm getting flashbacks to things that I did in the street Don't wanna lose myself if you know what I mean I'm paranoid, you can feel it from my vibe Had two when I was sleeping every night There's some deep things that are creeping on my mind Some secrets but I can't speak it to my guys The things that seem disturbing Why can't I put trust in my brother Why don't I hold close to my loved ones Turn me up cause I'm really speaking to the streets now If you're from the hood you're gonna feel me when I reach out I tend to think a lot when I'm alone in the tea house There's certain things that I'm not allowed to speak about Everyone expects me to be helping them I wonder when I'm gonna feel like myself again How come no one checked with me when I was down for real Never mind, I don't think they can relate to how I feel is it cool to have a calm side? A large goes on on a dark night. I know a savage that's tired of holding back his tears. I got some problems with some people that I haven't cleared. Let me tell you the one thing that's annoying me. Why do you fake? talk about loyalty? The things that seem disturbing I'm trying to hide the pain but I don't think it's working One thing that I know for certain This dream's turned me to a whole different person I wonder, I got all these questions Why can't I put trust in my brother? Why don't I feel close to my loved ones? Hmm.
4: Express myself like that, and just hit the booth, you get me. <laughs>